Hey everyone, if you click that link today, you're wanting to know what the eight biggest myths of living in Woodland Park are, and I'm gonna debunk every single one of them for you. Make sure you stay to the end. That last one is a doozy. You're gonna to wanna to hear it. Everybody, this is James Dean with James Dean Mountain Real Estate and Keller Williams Clients Choice right here in the Woodland Park area of Colorado. If, you, if this is your first time to this channel today and you want to know everything there is about working, eating, sleeping, playing, and those eight, those eight myths debunked about living in Woodland Park, make sure you click that subscribe button and don't forget to hit that bell too. That way you're notified every time there's a new video that comes up. Honestly, I've got so many people calling me all the time that are relocating here. I absolutely love it but I need you to call me at 719-304-9772. You could also shoot me a text, send me an email. My email's down there on the bottom too, or just send that carrier pigeon if you want to. I don't care, whatever you need to do to get a hold of me, I am right here. I'm not gonna have your back when you're moving out here to the Woodland Park area. I look forward to working with you. Hey guys, today we're going over the eight myths of living in Woodland Park or, or you know, being in Woodland Park. And I'm going to debunk all of those. So the very first one that's on there is going to be, oh, it doesn't matter what kind of real estate agent I have when I'm going out there. It could be somebody from Denver, somebody from Colorado Springs, or somebody from, from that area. It doesn't matter. Well, I'm here to tell you, it really does matter. If you want somebody that's going to actually represent you correctly the way that you deserve to be represented with the amount of money that you're looking at spending to purchase your home, there's a reason why we've got agents right here in Woodland Park. And I live here in this area. I live in Divide and I live in the Teller County area. I work in Woodland Park constantly. This is my primary area that I live and work in. I live and breathe it all the time. I'd say 60 to 70% of all my business is right here within this Woodland Park and Teller County area. And I work it all the time. I've got deals going down constantly. I know what the processes are. I know who to talk to if you run into obstacles. I know how to fix those obstacles the easiest. I know how to steer you away from any kind of pitfalls that might be within a piece of property that somebody that's in another uh, major city might not necessarily know. We also worked on the Colorado Springs, and that's one of the unique benefits of getting your Woodland Park or your Teller County agent, is that we work both of these areas regularly. I told you already, 60 to 70% of my business is right here in Teller County. The other 30 to 40% is down in the Colorado Springs area. We are true Pikes Peak area specialists. We work in all these areas. Whereas you'll get a lot of agents down in Colorado Springs, they do 99% of their business in Colorado Springs. That's because that's where they live, it's a big area, and that's where they do the majority of their business. Every now and then they might venture up into the Woodland Park, the Teller County area, and then they actually do a little bit of business up here, but not enough to really know or understand exactly what's going on. And that's not fair to you as our clients and as a buyer of real estate. We wanna make sure that you've got the best representation possible and we're here to ensure that you get that as a, as a local agent. And then don't even get me started on the Denver agents that try to come down here and operate in this area. We are not in Denver. We're not in a Denver metropolitan area. We're not in a greater Denver metropolitan area. I do not understand why agents try to come down here and operate in our area. 
I don't try to operate in Denver because I know I'm not an expert in Denver. I always make sure my clients get the best representation they can get. And by doing that, I guarantee them that I'm going to be able to work within these areas. If a client wants to go further south into Pueblo or further north up into Denver, I don't try to go into those areas. I'm then going to look for an agent that's going to be the best fit for them because my primary focus is you and making sure you're getting the representation that you deserve and that you should be demanding it based on the type of money that you're looking to spend. These aren't small investments that you're coming out here to actually do. These are huge investments. So looking at that correct agent, that is the that is probably one of the 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 best things that you can do for yourself as you're moving out here. So that's Number one myth that's debunked. Number two, there's not much to do or eat up there in the Woodland Park or the Teller County area. Well, that's a huge myth. We have tons of restaurants up here, tons of bars, tons of different local culture and life up here that you could do, plus of all the outdoor stuff that you can do. Now, if you compare this to Colorado Springs, you're absolutely right. We don't have what Colorado Springs has in the terms of mass choices that they do but we have a much smaller community that does have quality food up here. You've got places like the Swiss Chalet, amazing European style food, uh, tastes very much like you're in Switzerland, Germany type. I mean, you got Jaeger schnitzel that's just like when I've been to Germany. There's all kinds of great stuff that they've got there that's amazing. You've got Peak View Barbecue that's sitting there right in town. Some of the best barbecue easily in Colorado that I've had. And you've got great views of Pikes Peak sitting there too. And you got an amazing bar with a beautiful bar that's laid out that's all uh, wood burned. It's on Blue Beetle Kill and local Colorado drafts that are sitting there for you as well. That's if you want to be in the bar section and not in the dining room area. You've got Beer Works up here, which is our local brewery that we like in Colorado Springs. Paradox, it's up in Divide. That's another brewery that's up there. McGinty's Irish Wood Oven Pub, amazing Irish-style food. They've got a sports bar there as well. They also serve some of Paradox craft beers as well as your Guinness and your Heart Beer on draft also. That's an awesome place to eat with a great family atmosphere as well with amazing food, and they've got incredible fish and chips on Fridays that you go into and you can have also. You've got Carmen's, who's got tapas-style eating that's up in the Woodland Park area. Um, you've got all kinds of different restaurants that are up in the casino district up in Cripple Creek. I can't even get into them. There's great places to eat that are up there as well. We have places to eat. All, we also have a um, <clears throat> Japanese fusion place it's, <coughs> Excuse me, that's sitting there in Woodland Park as well, close to City Market, where you can get sushi in there too. All the fast food restaurants are, are in town as well. We've got tons of different coffee places too, uh, local coffee places as well as Starbucks. We've got grocery stores. We've got everything you need that's right up here in this area. And oh, by the way, here's what's really cool. If you wanted to just say on a whim like, oh, well, I'm going to go get something different, it's a 10 to 15 minute drive down the pass. You get into old Colorado City, the western side of Colorado Springs, and then you've got all that that's opened up to you too. It's down there right in that area. At Crystal Park Cantina, one of my favorite places to go to get margaritas, best margaritas easily within the Colorado Springs area is Crystal Park Cantina. And that's one of the places that my wife and I love to go to. Or Pervicini's down there in Old Colorado City. That's an amazing uh, Italian restaurant. These are places that you can get to very easily within just 30, 20 to 30 minutes, depending on where you live, to go get something that's different to eat if you don't want to eat that's something that's local that's there in town. We have tons of choices to do. So don't think that just because we're a, a small mountain town that we don't have a whole lot of that stuff. There's a lot of stuff to do here. And it's a lot of fun. And we're a small community. We all know each other and love each other. And it's just, it's a lot of fun. You also have the Uden that's sitting down there too, um, owned by one of my buddies, uh, great vet, uh, Murph. 
just incredible places that you can go into and hang out. Uh, lots of great atmosphere, lots of great family places, um, lots of cool things to actually do that are up here. So that's, that's definitely myth number two uh, that's debunked. Um, nowhere to shop, myth number three. Uh, well, if, if you say there's been nowhere to shop, number one, you've never been to Wilden Park. So um, people that say that haven't been up in the Wilden Park just yet. So there's tons of places that have everything you need to do up there. We've got uh, a super Walmart up there. It's got the grocery and the regular Walmart side. We've got a Safeway Marketplace. We've got a City Marketplace. That's another grocery store. So you've got three primary grocery stores right there. Um, you got the Natural Foods place that's down there also up there in Woodland Park. That's just in Woodland Park. Most of the smaller communities also have their own little tiny grocery stores, but it's not hard to get into the main town of Woodland Park to get most of your, your stuff as well. Um, we also have lumber yards. So we've got Foxworth, Galworth. It's got a lumber yard there. And then we've got the uh, do-it-yourself hardware store. It's another hardware store in town too. Florissant's got an Ace Hardware out there. There's another Ace Hardware in Cripple Creek. There's tons of places to be able to get to to be able to do these things. Now, if you compare us compared to a, excuse me, another mountain town um, that's further away from like a large metropolitan city, we have a ton more shopping-wise due to take care of your basic necessities than any of those other towns do like Buena Vista, Leadville, um, Salida, uh, Crescent View, you know, you're getting out in those areas, they're going to be a lot further away from like your major metropolitans. So that's tough to think about too. We're a very unique mountain town in that aspect. And then if you do need to do any additional shopping like Costco, yeah, you're right. We don't have a Costco in Woodland Park, but I don't know how many times you go to Costco. We might go once a month down to Costco, but we do have a Costco membership. That's an easy drive right down the mountain, 40, 45 minute drive. We do what we need to, and then we come back, as well as Lowe's and Home Depot, all that other stuff. Colorado Springs is so close, it makes it very accessible, and it really knocks that portion out. Uh, there's nowhere to shop or take care of things. Um, the, so let's, uh, let's hit uh, myth number four. So there isn't air conditioning. <laughs> this is, and you can always tell when somebody just hasn't been here in the summertime. Um, and it's fine, because I was wondering the same thing when I moved here. And it's only funny to me because I know I did the exact same thing. I'm like, holy cow. You know, we moved here from the southeast, and I, uh, it was a military move, and, and it is hot and humid, and there's no way I can even imagine going through a summer without AC. Well, welcome to Colorado Mountain Living. You're at 9,000 feet. You've got dry air. And in the summertime, up here within the Pikes Peak, in the Teller County area, you know, when you're up closer to 9,000 feet, it might go above 80 a handful of times in the summertime. doesn't feel like it at all. There's almost always a good, nice, cool mountain breeze. We open up all our windows, and it feels so nice. It's so comfortable. And the majority of homes have ceiling fans as well. If you needed to add one, it wouldn't be hard. Um, but it's just so comfortable here in the summertime without AC. You do not need AC. Now, you go down the mountain in the pass onto the Front Range into Colorado Springs, and there's a lot of homes down there that don't have AC as well. Big surprise if you haven't found that out yet. That place, I would probably want AC. They get into the 90s pretty regularly. They get very warm in the summertime. Um, it still doesn't feel as bad because it's drier, but that's somewhere that I would probably want air conditioning. So when you come up here and you're looking at the homes and you're just like, wow, there's not a heat pump or an air conditioning unit here. It's not very common up here. Sometimes you'll find it, but it is really not very common up here. So you really don't need AC up here at all. So myth number four that was debunked. Myth number five, as we're talking about the climate, 
it's just too cold up there. Well, for one, you're in Colorado. So you're going to have a, you're going to definitely be colder in Colorado than you are in Hawaii or South Florida or any of those areas. But I'll tell you this, having been stationed in a lot of very humid climates, the climate here in Colorado with the dryness, the cold doesn't feel the same as it does in those humid areas. And I've lived all over the world. I've lived all over the Southeast. I lived all over the East Coast. And I've dealt with that humid feel and that humid cold. And so I've got lots of family that, that still live in the Alabama area. And every now and then we'll go visit them around Christmas time. And we go down there and we're leaving 9,000 feet. You know, in Colorado, we've got snow all the time in the wintertime. It's gorgeous, beautiful winters. It's what you expect Christmas and winter to look like in the Colorado mountains. And, uh, and we go to Alabama and we're the ones that are freezing out there. And everybody's like, what's wrong with you? And I'm just like, it is bone chilling cold. And it's probably in the 40s. Sometimes it gets up in the 50s, but it's always wet. It's always humid. And it just chills you to the bone. Whereas out here, you know, you've got your nice down jacket and, and you walk around and it's perfectly fine. You can stay warm so much easier in this climate than you can, you know, in a much more humid climate. On top of that, we have so many homes out here that have fireplaces, whether they're gas or wood, or we've got wood stoves, wood pellet stoves, all these different things that are awesome that just give that amazing feel of living out here in the Colorado Rockies where you get to smell that wood burning. You get to enjoy the wood burning also, and it helps supplement the heating uh, costs with the home also. And it just feels awesome and provides that, that natural ambience and that wonderful feeling of being here in Colorado. So that's myth number five debunked. Myth number six, the commute is too far. Oh, I've got to work down in Colorado Springs. It's way too far to live up there in the mountains. That's going to be too far of a drive. I'm going to, be, I'm going to spend all my time in the car. It sounds so terrible. <laughs> it's not. This is, this is a huge secret that we have. So, so many folks, and me included when I first moved out here, commute from where we are down in the Colorado Springs because we know this dirty little secret. Yeah, it might be further distance-wise, but we're not stuck in traffic. We're not hitting traffic lights like they are down in Colorado Springs. We're not dealing with that congestion that they get down there. So we get down to the Springs in the exact same time that a lot of folks do that live in certain different areas down there. So when I was in the military, I had friends, you know, I'm stationed on Fort Carson, the Southern area of Colorado Springs, heading down towards the Pueblo area. And I'd have friends that were just like, dude, how do you live up there, man? That's insane. You've got to drive for like two hours to get down here. I'm like, no man, it takes me 45 minutes to get the post. And their jaws just dropped. And they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, 45 minutes. And oh, by the way, my 45 minutes is driving down this beautiful pass. It's gorgeous. It's just absolutely gorgeous. And I love it. And I'm like, oh, well, it, it probably closes up and you've got to go some long distance around or anything, you know, during the year with the, the snow and everything. I'm like, no, not at all. I've been here six years and I've seen the pass close less than, less than five times. And all of those times have not been weather related in the sense of snow or anything along those lines. It's been uh, a rock slide twice, and then two car accidents, usually during tour season when the car accidents happen down there, and they'll shut a portion of the pass down, and it's not shut down for very much, and then it's on to moving it again. That's, that's all I've seen. So, and then these same friends are living up in the Monument area or the Black Forest area, and they're doing that commute down, and I'm like, well, how long do you spend in the car? And they're like, in 45 minutes to an hour? You're not stuck in traffic on I-25 during rush hour. No thanks. I don't have to worry about hitting that. And if I do need to go somewhere further up in northern Colorado Springs, I can go the back way and, and skip the majority of I-25 and skip all that traffic. There's, 
that is that is a huge myth that happens quite a bit up here as well. And when folks come out here to Colorado, they come out here because of the mountains, you know, the beauty and the majesty of all this stuff. And to be able to live up here and still have that same commute and that same quality of life in the sense of how much you're spending time-wise in your vehicle, which in my mind is a much higher quality because now you're actually driving through beautiful scenery as opposed to down an interstate or stuck in traffic and congestion in downtown Colorado Springs. It just makes it a lot more fun and a lot more reasonable to live out here. So there is your myth number six debunked. Myth number seven, it's too expensive. Living in those mountains, man, it's, it's, a, it's a vacation place. It's got to be too expensive. There's no way I'll ever be able to afford living up there. Um, I'm going to stay down here in the Springs because I can afford a you know, $400,000 home down here, um, but I'll never be able to afford a home up there in, uh, in the mountains up in the Tella County area or the park area. That is 100% false. We've got all different types of pricings of homes up here within Tello County and the Woodland Park area. Woodland Park has subdivisions that you know range from the threes and four hundred thousands to you know five six hundred thousands, and I mean it's just like any other metropolitan where they've got their different clusters of different pricings of homes. We've got the same things out here. So if you're looking in that. You know, the 300,000 range, we could probably find something that's going to be a little bit more difficult, but the 400,000 and above, we've got stuff up here for you. So make sure you're actually, you know, calling and asking and looking, and we could show you some stuff so you can kind of see what your options are. So many times I've seen, too, um, where clients will actually, they'll have even a higher price range, and but they'll think like, well, maybe, so maybe I'm looking at like the seven or $800,000 price range, but maybe if I go down to you know, Black Forest or one of those areas, and I'm looking for a little bit of acreage and stuff, I can find something a little bit nicer in that area. That's not true either. A lot of those times, those homes down there are even more expensive than they are up here, and you're going to get more bang for your buck up here. So you're going to get views, you're going to get the privacy, you're going to get gorgeous, just living in the mountain type living with these beautiful rustic homes, as opposed to a home that's, you know, 25 years out of date uh, with tile countertops and old appliances and just things that are going to need to be worked on down there. I mean, it's incredible sometimes. I mean, if you're, unless you're looking to move into a cookie cutter that's got like no layard at all and you're, you know, you can high five your neighbor when you walk out your front door kind of a thing, then that you'll probably get more bang for your buck in that sense. But if you're looking along those same parameters, you're actually, you'd be surprised what you can find up here. There's some stuff available up here and it's gorgeous. And after all, you came to Colorado why not live in the mountains? Because then you get to talk to people and like they find out you live in the mountains and they're just like, wow, man, how do you do that? And it's, and it's like, it's, it's really not that hard. I just actually looked and put the time in and found it. Uh, got a good agent and got up there. So definitely a, uh, a, a big myth to uh, debunk number seven there. Uh, myth number eight. This is the biggest myth. Biggest myth by far. And, and I'm glad you stayed to the end to hear this. So mountain towns aren't for locals to live in unless you know they're working all the tour stuff that's just a mountain vacation town that is completely false as well that is not what Wilden Park is that is not what the Tella County area is um, yes we do have a lot of tourists and visitors that come up here and they stay in you know Verbos and all these um, Airbnbs um, or they come up here to camp uh, they, we do have a lot of folks that come do that but that is not all this is up here the majority of folks that, that are here that have homes here live here. Um, there are a lot of folks that come and tour up here, but that's not what this is. This is not a big tourist town. We do have our tourist seasons that we thrive on, like in the summertime, whatnot, because it's gorgeous. It's great to live up here. It's even better 
you know, people are coming here on vacation. It's great to live here because then they actually, I mean, you're already in the vacation uh, spot that they're actually looking to come to. It's beautiful. But this is not a tourist-only place or only, you know, for vacation rentals. Um, and, it's, and this is what I love about this area, too. And it's kind of one of those hidden gems in Colorado. I think it's a big hidden gem in Colorado, personally. Um, when you look at mountain towns that are close to Denver, so if you're looking in the Conifer and Evergreen area, Number one, they're not laid out very well. It's awful. You're, up, you're going up 285. Everything's scattered all over the place. Um, homes there are like twice the amount they are here in the Wilden Park area. Um, so you don't have to deal with that down here. If you go out further to the mountain towns that are more secluded, you're looking at you know places that if you wanted to get something different, you're going to have to go two, three hours to get there. Here, we're very close. We get, we're right in the proximity of Colorado Springs. You can get down to Colorado Springs for any kind of needs that Wilden Park doesn't have or the Telecounty area doesn't have necessarily, or just for more options. It's not hard to do. You do it in 30 minutes, 20, 30 minutes, you're down there. Um, and it's and on top of that, the expenses aren't the expenses of this, you know, of like Aspen, Crested Butte, you know, these other places that are like these quintessential mountain towns to where, you know, it's hard for anybody to afford living there. That is not what we have here at all. This is a very affordable place to live. So that is the eighth myth. Um, I'm so glad you guys stayed to the end for me to debunk that. And, and don't forget, you know, as we went over these uh, eight myths of Wilden Park um, and the Telecounty area debunked, um, you know, if you're thinking about moving to this area, don't forget to reach out and call me, 719-304-9772. Or you can text me. You can email me also. Um, you know, send that carrier pigeon if you want to. Uh, whatever you got to do to get a hold of me, we constantly have folks calling all the time that are coming to this area to live here. And I'd love to have your back when you move out here to the Wilden Park area in the Pice Peak region of Colorado. Until next video, have a great time, and I look forward to seeing you on that next video.